Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. Pop, pop, popcorn. Yes, episode 23. Popcorn, the life of mode 9. A lot of people don't really understand what's been happening to me. It's a journey, and I still believe that I'm halfway there. I'm not even, I haven't even arrived at my final destination. I'm still doing things, I'm still recording, you know, I'm still reading, I'm still learning, I'm still, you know, learning different skills. The last skill I think I need to learn how to master is the promo on social media. I have to go deep into that because I've been doing so much that I kind of like left that out, even though I do most of it myself. I do the basic things, but I, I don't do anything crazy. I need to hit up my boy, Igun, to come and put me through. But hey, we haven't done too bad. Shout out to Black Twang. We ain't done too bad. We ain't done too bad. We've done some things. We ain't done too bad. Now, in this episode, I want to talk about, you know, something that I did years ago. And uh, it actually is a project that I recorded through a guy that I met in Germany. The first time I went to Germany on tour with uh, Idris Abdul Karim, African China, Adebantu, Rugged Man, Rule Clean. Yeah, we went to, I think, five cities in Germany. It was a blast, man. It was a really good experience. And uh, we, I met a DJ called, at that time, his name was DJ Terror. But uh, he said he changed his name to Grizzly Adams. That's my main man, Grizzly Adams. Because he said he was doing a show and they told him they won't put his name on the flyer unless he changes his name. So we don't want no terror here. So you know how some people can get really crazy. So he changed his name to Grizzly Adams. So I met him back then and he was like, yo, I like your energy, man. You know, we should keep in touch. We exchanged email addresses and that was basically it. And um, Terror was a good dude. He was a very quirky dude too. He had a friend called uh, Jacques Boom. Jacques Boom had this golden, I think it was a golden ginger beard. He had a ginger beard and he gave me a CD with beats on it. I think I used some of some of his beats on my uh, Ipluribus Unum. I think I used one. Who got the rhyme featuring Amaka or the Thoroughbred? Nan got the rhyme. Who got the rhyme? I think she came to record a song, a sing-song, singy song. And then I just said, Amaka, you got that hip-hop Mary J. Flash thing about you. Come and do a rap hook. She was like, no, no, no. I don't know how to rap. No, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm like, please. And then I just told her because... I, she brought this um, Hurricane G feel. I don't know how many people still remember Hurricane G. She used to roll with the Death Squad. So she did that Hurricane G thing on that track and it was mwah, splendid. I love the track, but even though people didn't really, you know, gravitate towards that track because it was like the only battle rap kind of track on the album. But hey, it was dope. And we made magic. 
So, um, Jack Boom, yes, yeah, respect to Jack Boom. I don't know where he is, but I kept in contact with DJ Grizzly Adams. Now, years later, you see, that was 2006. Went on tour in 2006. It was lovely. And then me and Grizzly, we kept on talking back and forth, emails every now and then. And then one day he said, Maud, there's a guy that I met. He's from Bosnia. But he lives in Germany, he lives in Berlin. His name is Figur Brazovic. And he has some beats. Would you like to hear his beats? And yeah, you see, Grizzly had a friend, another friend, who was actually cool. I later met that guy. He was actually a cool guy. He, he moved to Paris. Uh, he, they sent me some beats and I didn't even feel one of the beats. I didn't like any of the beats and they were kind of upset but you know that's how it is i gotta just like the beats before i jump on the beat so i wasn't really excited when grizzly hit me up and said he has some beats for me i was like yeah yeah send the beats i remember at that time i just no no i was incubating it was my incubation period when i was um, in between labels monarch music i was just waiting to get off monarch music so i kind of had time on my side because i wasn't performing they didn't allow me to perform they didn't allow me to do no radio interviews they didn't allow me to do tv nothing so i just had time so i hit grizzly up i was like yo dude what 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 the deal he now said look i'm gonna send you some beats so he sent me a zipped folder it had 40 beats mp3s 40 of them then he goes yo choose like 15 and do a project with them and then get back to me i'll send it to um figure i'll probably do some scratches on it and send it to figure let's do something let's put in that work and everybody who knows me once i get you know into it i'm like that dude in heroes you know the dude that paints with his eyes like his eyes just change color and he just starts painting fast that's how i am with a pen so when i downloaded these instrumentals right at that time, I still had my iPod. Funny enough, I still have that iPod right now, but I just don't use it. So I downloaded all those 40 beats and I put them on my iPod and I started listening to them. And funny enough, that guy had the heat. He had heat. So I started recording. I recorded everything in two weeks. I called the project... Um, I recorded everything in two weeks. I called the project Esoteric Mellow. And this was in, uh, I think, 2013 or so. Yes, 2013, I called it Esoteric Mellow. I sent all the um, my vocals to Grizzly so he can pass them on to Figur Brazovic. Mind you, I hadn't met the guy, I hadn't talked to the guy, I didn't even know what type of person he was, but I just trusted my boy Grizzly. So I sent it to Grizzly, this was 2013. And uh, he sent it to the guy that I waited, 2014, nothing happened. And I was like, dude, I think it was 2012, yes. 2012, sent it to him, 2013, nothing happened. In 2014, I just called Grizzly, I was like, this. I think this was January like dude man what the deal man what's happening he said you know what the best thing for you to do is come to germany if you come to berlin come chill with me then we'll go visit figure and he'll be forced to finish your project so went to germany 
went to Berlin. Lovely experience. I went to go and buy. I remember going to buy my ticket. It was like it was expensive. It was about about almost 200 grand. But yeah, I paid my way to Germany. Grizzly picked me up at the airport and we went to his place. So I was like, hey, what's up with Figure? I said, yeah, I called him, he's busy. Because he was busy traveling all over Europe. He had this uh, project he did with two guys, uh, technical development and uh, I forgot the other guy's name. But both of them were dope. Men of Boom, they were dope. So they were always traveling and doing shows and he was like kind of like the DJ beat maker guy. And sometimes he goes to do shows alone, just plays the, his beat tapes and he plays stuff that he has produced for people. And that's the show. That's how it is in Europe. So finally, after two weeks in Berlin, we're able to set up a meeting in Figop's place. So I went there and we started mixing, we mixed a couple of songs, you know. And I think I stayed the whole night there. Then he took me to the record label that he was signed to. They gave me some CDs. They gave me Step Brothers. That's um, Alchemist and uh, Evidence. Yeah, they gave, uh, they gave me that original CD. It looked lovely. It was kind of velvetish. It was nice. So, and I told him like, look, man, when are we gonna when are we gonna wait work on the other ones? Because we only we, we did like five, and I think we made up our minds that we we're just going to make it 14 tracks. So I was like, when are we going to do the, the other tracks? And he was like, listen, listen. Do you know that that seat that you were sitting in right now, Master Ace, sat there just a few months ago? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And then instead of us working, he was on the he, he was on Skype with uh, these boys, um, Bishop Nehru's crew and uh, also Joey Badass's people. You know, he was he was making some beats for some of those boys. So I was like, dude man, come on man. I'm my, my flight to Lagos is in three days, man. Uh, let's work with something. I didn't fly myself all the way to Germany for nothing. And long story short, we didn't get to finish nothing because he got a call and he had to travel to Sweden. He had to pack. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to the airport. Uh, I'm going to the airport uh, this uh, this evening, and I was like, "Oh, what damn!" So that's how I ended up going to Lagos with just five tracks, and that was in 2014. And he promised me that the next month he'll finish everything and send, you know, send it over. But guess what? As the story goes, I was in Lagos hitting him up, and he was saying, "Sorry, sorry." You know how it is. After a while, I started hitting him up and he wasn't replying. And I was just depressed. Like, oh my God. All that for nothing. Called Grizzly. And funny enough, I did a show for him. He has this spot called uh, where he does shows at Panke. I think it's called Panke. I did a show for him. I did a couple of shows out there in Berlin. I opened for Killer Priest. Shout out to my boy, Grizzly. Grizzly put me on that show. Casopaya. We're hosting Killer Priest, and I uh, opened for him with Tragic Allies, some guys from Boston, and some real spitters. Those guys were dope. Shout out to Purpose, you know. Shout out to SD Knack. Those are the Tragic Allies guys. They were sick. Yeah, so I did those shows, and I think Grizzly gave me the money for the shows, you know. Like, yeah, They're like, this is your payment. But I didn't know that he told Grizzly to give me money that he'll pay Grizzly. 
he ended up not paying Grizzly for a long time. I think he's paid up now. But yeah, 2014, 15, 16, 17, then I just got tired. Every time I tell him I'm gonna leak, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leak the tracks like that. He gets all shook. He goes, no, 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 don't do it. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Then he stopped, he stopped replying me. And I was like, okay, cool. So what did I do? When I was in UK here, I was talking to my homeboy Texilla. I met Texilla. I started, I rapped on a Texilla beat way back 2004. Yeah, that's the first time I jumped on a tech beat. So yeah, I hollered at my boy Tech. And Tech was in London at that time. And I went to Watford, shout out to Ray, to meet both of them. And then I started talking to Tech. I was like, yo, man, listen to this. And Tech was like, woo, can you do something? Immediately, he just brought out his laptop and started making a remix for one of the tracks. I was like, woo. So I think in 2018, we started. And um, in less than a year, Tech had finished everything. And then we he came to um, London again went to Nigeria, he was sending me stuff from Nigeria. He came to London and uh, he came He came back to London in 2000, I think it was 18, 19. And we shot a video, 19. We shot a video, we shot one of the videos for the, for the project. Now we shot one video in London, one video in Malta. And when I went to Cologne and um, Berlin, in 2019 I shot another video there so we had three videos in three different countries Germany Malta and the UK for the project esoteric mellow and I think um, Texilla did a very good job he did a fantastic job he made me even forget the beats the original beats he murdered some of the tracks so badly that he just made me forget what the original song sounded like, even though I still like some of the original ones. But Tech did a very good job. And uh, a lot of people hit me up. We got some deals on the table. An Australian company hit us up and they wanted to use one of the tracks. The only you know, down part was we sampled and we didn't clear the sample. So we had to respectfully decline that offer we could have been you know our track could have been playing on the soundtrack somewhere as far as like the down under australia but hey man that's how uh, esoteric mellow was recorded man i didn't even i didn't even voice any okay yeah I, I think i did i did voice one new one there was one at tech when he was making no 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 i didn't Yes, I did. Look at me, just forgetting everything. The track, Esoteric Mellow. Esoteric Mellow. Hello. He sent that beat and I was like, ooh, no, 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 no. I actually had that beat. Tech gave me that beat in 2016 and I just did a totally new rap and we added it to the joint. And we made music, man. That, that album was still one of my favorite. I and mean, kind of like the last thing I dropped. So check it out, y'all. Episode 23, Esoteric Mellow. Hello. Peace.